Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. The Red Sox bats came ready. The Yankees did not. What's the game plan in a winner go home NL wildcard game? Plus, do the Nets have enough talent to be patient with Kyrie Irving? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. It was one game for all the bragging rights in the AL East. Well, at least until they have to play the team that won the AL East in the playoffs. But at least for one game, the Boston Red Sox took down the New York Yankees 6-2 to two in a winner-take-all wildcard game. Joining me now from Locked On Red Sox, Lauren Campbell and Lauren. Uh, we talked about this game coming in, and you wondered about Garrett Cole and, and his ability to hold down this Red Sox lineup. He was not able to do that, and, and that really was the difference in this game. Yeah, he had really struggled with his location. And I know I said on Monday that his ERA was close to five against the Red Sox this season. And the Red Sox really needed to get after him early. And that's exactly what they did. Does a performance in a game like this, albeit at Fenway, uh, change at all the way that you view the Red Sox's ability to take down a Tampa Bay team that has just been awesome really from the the get-go here? Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be difficult to say the least. But I mean, anything can happen in the postseason. Regular season stats don't count anymore. And the Red Sox showed a lot of heart Tuesday. They're angry, they're motivated, and they're ready. What is the what is the pathway? Paint me paint me the picture here of how the Red Sox could spring the upset. Uh, they need their pitching to be like Tuesday night. They need Nate Valdi esque appearances. For whether it's three games, five games, no matter what, it, that's exactly what it needs to be. And same with the offense. I mean, they, you can't win games one nothing in the playoffs. It's it's almost unheard of. You need to get those insurance runs and get them early in any way you can. What about the Fenway crowd? What what I mean is is there any advantage? To, because we know Tampa Bay, not exactly the most raucous atmosphere down there. Could could that be something that that helps them swing a game or two in Boston? Definitely. I mean, Fenway was incredibly loud tonight, um, just constantly on their feet. I'm sure it'll be just like that. And there's a ton of Red Sox fans in Tampa as well. So they'll probably try to use that to their advantage, too. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Coming up, what's the game plan in a win or go home NL wildcard game? Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Dallas Cowboys defense has been a surprise unit in 2021. Another surprise, they're releasing linebacker Jalen Smith. The Cowboys are now on the hook for his full $7.2 million base salary. The team had had trade discussions earlier in the season, according to sources, but a deal never came to fruition. By releasing Smith now, the Cowboys free up about $9.2 million in base salary in 2022. That is currently guaranteed only for injury. The Atlanta Falcons offense came alive in a loss to the Washington football team last week. But will that offense travel well to London this week? Can the Falcons offense keep it going in London? That's their biggest question entering week five. I'm Aaron Freeman with Locked On Falcons. 
Week four saw the Falcons' best offensive performance to date in 2021 with a 30-point effort against Washington in a loss that also saw quarterback Matt Ryan have his best game to date by throwing four touchdowns. Can the Falcons keep this offense cooking across the pond when they face the New York Jets in week five against a Jets defense that has certainly performed above expectations through four weeks this year, given that they rank in the top five in both third down and red zone efficiency on defense this season? Will the Falcons offense continue to rise up or will it fall back down to earth somewhere in the English countryside on Sunday morning? Speaking of travel and potentially ill-advised travel. Jaguars coach Urban Meyer pledged Tuesday to regain the trust and respect back from everyone in the organization after he was publicly reprimanded by owner Shad Khan for his behavior over the weekend. Khan said in a statement released on Tuesday morning, his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now he must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. Hopefully not the same kind of confident that he was when he hired Urban Meyer to start with. U.S. Women's National Team and Orlando Pride striker Alex Morgan on Tuesday called for a National Women's Soccer League to end the systemic failure that led to a decade of alleged sexual harassment of players by some league coaches. The North Carolina Courage last week fired coach Paul Riley amid allegations spanning over a decade of sexual coercion and inappropriate comments about players' weight and sexual orientation. As a result of the allegations made against Riley last week, Lisa Baird resigned from her post as NWSL commissioner and matches scheduled for this past Friday and Saturday were postponed. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Week five lines are here. It's the AFC North leader in Cincinnati against the NFC North leader in Green Bay. The betonline.ag line for this game has the Packers favored by three and a half. The Chiefs bounce back after a two-game losing streak and are two and a half point favorites against the Buffalo Bills, who dropped 40 in a shutout against the Texans. The NL wildcard game tonight between two big-time franchises, Blue Bloods in Major League Baseball, St. Louis Cardinals and L.A. Dodgers. The betonline.ag line for this game has the Dodgers favored by a run and a half. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today for a free 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to get that 50% welcome bonus. Here is another story you need to know. What's up, everybody? Daniela Bruce here with a Lockdown Now Insider Report. We've got the National League wild card, which is the Dodgers and the Cardinals tonight. And here to break them down is Lockdown MLB Insider Gordon Beckham. Gordon, the Dodgers had a historic season, winning 106 games, but they did fall one shy of the San Francisco Giants on the NL West. And then the St. Louis Cardinals also had an, a historic win streak at the end of the season. We talked about how great their September was before we got on here, Gordon. They won 17 games in a row down that stretch. Which team is in a better spot heading into this wildcard game? It's really hard to say. When I was doing kind of my research on these two teams, I I started with the Cardinals and I looked. I'm like, yeah, I knew about the 17-game win streak. They went 21-2 and over that span, I believe, uh, over a 23-day span in September. So when you have like that going, I'm like, well, obviously they have the 
you know, the leg up to go to go into this playoffs and they're they're hotter. And then I look at the Dodgers, they're 18 and three in their last 21 games. So yeah. as much as I was like, wow, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals are feeling it and they're going to be going to the playoffs and, and look really good doing it. Um, I, I'm not so sure. Both teams are super hot. I mean, I just I don't think I've ever I don't know if I've ever heard of two teams being this hot going into the playoffs. I mean, both teams have great lineups, great pitching, but I both in terms of hotness, <laughs> um, they're both on top of the on top of the spectrum uh, in the big leagues right now. They are on fire. Adam Wainwright will take the mound for St. Louis and the Dodgers will have Max Scherzer on the mound. How do you see that matchup playing out? Right. Uh, you've got Adam Wainwright, who's like basically the fountain of youth. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, it looked like he was going to leave the game. Uh, he just didn't have it. And now he's come back. He's done amazing. 17 and seven with a 3.05 ERA uh, this season. Uh, that's that's good for a anybody. And he's he's 40 years old. And then you obviously got Max Scherzer. Max pits to a 2.48 ERA overall. But since he's been in a Dodger uniform, he's at a 1.98 ERA. Mm-hmm. So he is feeling it in Hollywood. And he definitely likes the fact that he's in a different on a different team going to the playoffs. I think that the you've got to you've got two different dynamics. You've got a guy that's done it a lot more in Wainwright, and you've got a guy that's probably going to win the Cy Young uh, again in Scherzer. And so I think in terms of stuff, I face both these guys. I, as Wainwright and Molina are a great, great team, but you've got Scherzer with nasty stuff. So I think stuff always wins in, in, stuff, in, in games like this. If Max is on, uh, it's going to be the Dodgers um, and, and his pitching that are going to take them where they want to go. So if either Wainwright or Scherzer are struggling, what is the bullpen strategy in an elimination game? Yeah, I, I like the Dodgers uh, set up a little bit more, especially as you get later on in the in the game. Um, you might even see Luis uh, Urias uh, get into the game, you know, in the bullpen to maybe bridge the gap to get to Trinan and Jansen at the end of the game. I like the the fact that the Dodgers have those guys in place. Um, the Cardinals have, have had a little bit of a swinging door in their bullpen. Uh, they've had a couple of different guys closing, and and lately – um, they've had uh, Cabrera, I believe, uh, doing most of the saving, um, excuse me, uh, Gallegos. And and so it, with that swinging door, there's a little bit of uncertainty. So I, I like the fact that the, the Dodgers bullpen is, is basically set up uh, the way they want to. They've had it going on for a while. And both those guys at the end of the Dodger bullpen are absolutely nasty. I've faced them both and I don't want to face them both. There's a reason I'm retired and, uh, <laughs> and and sitting here talking to you about it because they are just really, really good. It's guys like that that got me out of the league. For more Locked On Now reaction to the Major League Baseball playoffs, subscribe to the Locked On MLB YouTube page. Coming up, do the Nets have enough talent to be patient with Kyrie Irving? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And right now for a limited time, you can get their limited time flavor, cookie dough chunk, which you guys, the limited time flavors. There's one, I can't mention it, but one of my all-time favorites is coming back very soon. I'm not, I, I don't want you to wait for it. Try the cookie dough chunk. Try, if you haven't tried some of their base flavors, coconut almond, love that one. Mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, love that one. Double chocolate, love that one. Double chocolate originally got me hooked on Built Bars. Salted caramel, there's something for everyone. And all of them are high protein, high fiber, 
low in net carbs and low in sugar. So you're having, you're having something delicious that doesn't make you feel bad about eating it. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day. The Brooklyn Nets could be without Kyrie Irving. At least they were on Tuesday when he did not practice for the first time with the team since they returned from training camp in San Diego. The speculation at this point is that it has a direct relationship to Kyrie Irving's vaccination status, which he has refused to publicly disclose. Steve Nash says that the team is not worried about it. Joining me now from Locked on Nets, Adam Armbrecht. Adam, are you worried about it? What's the worry about? You know what I mean? You go out there, you assemble a big three, and and then maybe one of them isn't going to necessarily be a part of it. Why would you be concerned? Um, <laughs> you know, listen, we, we were just talking about it on, on the podcast where the timeline around when you at least have to have the first dose of the vaccine and the timetable out from there, it's butting up right up against the, the regular season. So, you know, whether or not this could lag over into a couple of games, their first two games are on the road, maybe it's not the end of the world. There is a different thinking around Kyrie and his importance to this team after having added James Harden last year, mm. after the offseason that's had. So it's interesting when you think about the comments Joe Sy made. They were as about as direct as you could be as far as conveying a sense of, I want my players here to help win this championship. That's a very different tune, at least from the owner, than we've heard in the past around almost anything that Kyrie has had going on. Adam, I know this is a is a weird question in some ways, but how much do you think the Bucks series plays into this? Because they were running Milwaukee off the floor. Kyrie gets hurt. James Harden played what a minute in in the game before in the first game before getting hurt, but he comes back. They take this Bucks team. They push them harder than anyone with Kevin Durant and what half a James Harden. How much do you think what we saw in that series? contributes to the Nets saying, all right, we're going to be patient with Kyrie. Let him take these almost $400,000 per game check that he's going to miss by missing games. Let's let him, you know, eat a couple of those and then see how he feels. Yeah, listen, there, there's still the ultimate goal here, right? And and this is what you signed up for, not even with Kyrie in general. When you get a superstar athlete in any sport, you agree there's going to be X amount of things that you're going to tolerate or deal with because of the talent. The interesting thing I think I would say out of that Buck series is, yeah, you want to be patient and give Kyrie time because of your ultimate goal, but really look at the rest of the roster and what they did. We're in a situation now where Nick Claxton may not sniff the rotation because you brought in Millsap, because LaMarcus Aldridge is returning, Blake Griffin mm. returning, right? Like the Nets looked at their roster in that series and said, where do we need to improve and get better? And I, I'll go back and make the case. If there had ever been a world where the Nets could have achieved getting James Harden and Kevin Durant to Brooklyn without having the first step be Kyrie Irving, they would have done that in a heartbeat. And what you saw from Harden and the new role that he took on in Brooklyn, I don't want to say it alleviates the strain or stress of not having Kyrie, but there's a quiet confidence. By the way, with all the speculation going on, go to Vegas. Odds for the Nets to be favored for the championship have stayed exactly the same. So the betting money is not changing whether or not Kyrie is going to be available. And I do find that interesting given, I mean, man, where this guy's reputation started from as a Brooklyn net and what he helped introduce here versus where we are today. Yeah. Bet online has the nets as a plus two forty. They're not favorites, but they are, they have the best odds. Yes. Uh, and, and the Lakers at plus three fifty. the bucks 
nine to one after that. A little, little Milwaukee disrespect there a little bit, I think. And finally, a golf match between Bryson DeChambeau and adversary Brooks Kapka will be played. It will hardly be the no-holds-bar, bare-knuckle boxing match that, that some golf fans would prefer. This is going to be a 12-hole match, not 18, between the two golfers who feuded for much of the 2021 season. It will take place November 26th, the day after Thanksgiving, at the Wynn Golf Club in Las Vegas. Turner Sports will televise the match on TNT at 4 p.m. Eastern. It will be the fifth edition of the match and the first that will be a one-on-one since the initial encounter between Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson in 2018. My vote would not have been to go one-on-one. My vote would have been to add something like the Corda sisters. Let's do a, a male golfer and a female golfer, and let's have teams that way. I think that'd be fun. And you'd still get your Bryson versus Brooks. That's just my two cents. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money and make your second listen Locked On Bets. Download and subscribe free and available on all platforms. Coming up Thursday, the divisional series will be set. So who will be moving on? At least until tomorrow. Stay Locked On Today.